You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG. The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. themselves in the foot there and that early in the second half there's no reason just to have those mistakes but I mean it's a nice environment up here the crowd's crazy too it's a tough place to come in and win and I kind of said at the end of my broadcast I don't care if you turn the ball over 20 times at some point it just turns into just just win I don't care how it happens hey Steve I got a quick question um what was it end of the first half uh Corey Deitches catches that pass he gets hit when he's down late what was going on there? I mean, like, it looked awful. And the fact that Maryland ends up getting called for a penalty there was insane. Yeah, that a tough break for sure. I don't think that should have been called. Man, it, 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 I didn't want to be one of those homers where the woe is me kind of attitude. But it started to seem like there was some home cooking that they were not going to throw a penalty on Nebraska no matter what. I'm sorry if you can't hear me very well. I'm walking no, we can we can hear you just fine. That 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 play not only should it not have been a, a penalty on Maryland, their defensive back hit Deitches in the back of the helmet, helmet to helmet. It right. should have been on them. That was a thirty-yard difference. That yeah, that was a, Maryland a, probably a field goal. Field goal. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, they were going to kick a field goal there for sure. I mean, it's ten penalties to one penalty, but there was no more critical penalty than that Nebraska pass interference there on third and 10 when Maryland's trying to make that drive to go win the game. So, Hey, Steve, quick question. Um, Maryland has zero rushing yards at halftime. Yeah. What, what was the change? What, what happened in the second half? Uh, well, get some, I think get some they yards? finally just, yeah, I think they just caught them off guard a couple of times because you just abandoned the run game at that point. Nebraska just thinks that you're going to abandon the run game as well. And then you get lucky and you catch one or two and Ty Robinson, their big D tackle, in that last drive, he had to go out of the game for a little bit to get some rest, and that's when Henby busted off that 22-yarder. So they took advantage of him when he had to go to the sideline, which was great. And then Leah had a good scramble, so you can't really factor that into the rushing yards. I don't I don't really count those as standard runs when, when Leah scrambles for it, but 
timely, effective runs. And, you know, there's a lot that goes into winning, having a game-winning drive. So things got to go right. You got to have poise, and they did it. So credit to them, man. And now I'm about to board a bus and fly a plane with a smile on my face for the next three hours. Yeah, they had zero rushing yards for like three quarters, didn't they? And then, then 100-plus whatever it was in the last quarter there. <laughs> Guys had two picks today. Tarheeb still right here, a little live. There he is. Oh, Tarheeb. Yes, baby. Yeah, baby. Having a good day. Him and his buddy, Dante Turner, getting two. Turnover City. All right, gentlemen, I'm going to run. Okay, thank you for joining us, Steve. Awesome. Travels. We'll see you at the bowl game. Actually, we'll see you next week uh, for Michigan. We'll be up there in the suite, so we'll say hi. And he just hung up on me. So, well, but man, he but we will on. be that's... up in the suite. We'll say hi to him. How, how awesome was that? That he that he hopped on just like that. That's awesome. Yeah, dude, yeah, insane awesome. game though. And like, you know, what I'm wondering, you know, when you're looking at the final stats, Maryland's outgaining them by almost a hundred yards. You know, they they win the turnover battle, all those things. Actually, they outgained it by more than hundred. Is Nebraska's offense just that bad, or did Maryland's defense play? finally play better i think nebraska's that bad like every game they have is like that what was the score to the michigan state game they had last week like 17 to 14 something very similar yeah, yeah. Just, 269 total yards 269 total yards for nebraska i but mean they they just have the worst quarterbacks in the power five i think man yeah i mean rolling out all three i mean it's, it's bad. Bad. bad and even the first guy I forget his name right now. It begins with an H. The Sims. Well, there Sims was no, no. first. No, the first guy was uh no, it was the other guy. Started. Oh, they had uh Harbar Har Harburg. Har yes. Yeah, Whatever. Harburg. I can't remember his name right now. Sorry, yeah, I don't making in front of me. Uh, but he wasn't turning it over, at least for them, or he did once, I guess, actually. Well, there you go. Here's his here's his stat line one of five okay. for zero yards and one interception. <laughs> I, wonder what, guy, yeah. I wonder what his passer rating is on a one of five day for zero yards and a pick. Can you be negative? I mean, it must be, right? Antoine <laughs> Cuff said is just H guy. So that's what we're going to call him H guy. And then Sims came in and man, my God, is that guy bad? Well, I mean, look, Jesus. let me remember at the beginning of the year when, when the first game of the, you know, oh, Nebraska's back and Sims is going to do it, throwing picks. Three turnovers, two picks, and a fumble today. So, I mean, just continuing his horrific season. Uh, but hey, a W is a W, right? Bowl eligible, bowl eligible, bowl <laughs> eligible baby is what I meant to say. <laughs> Thank God. Like, it really felt like they were going to lose out. It felt like it. It really did because on the road at Nebraska is not easy. Rutgers is playing well. You know how badly they're going to want to win that last game, and they just do they have a shot at all next week? Probably not. So, it so just I don't. Felt I don't know if you saw at the end of the Michigan game, uh, whoever their their sideline coach is now, because right Harbaugh's Harbaugh's in you know in a in a, in a hotel. Um, they interview him after the after they beat Penn State, and he just breaks down crying, and he's uh, and he's he's dropping f bombs in the interview. <laughs> and oh, really? I mean. I don't know. Are, are they going to come off? I mean, is Michigan going to come in, you know, off of a big high? Clearly, their their game day coach is is uh, an emotional dude. 
Um, and looking forward to, to, to Ohio State. Does Maryland finally, finally get a trap game? It is a big-time trap game for Michigan. Exactly. When they've right in between Penn State and Ohio State, I mean. Well, and especially this game. I mean, you should see. I mean, the, the after the interviews, the post-game field interviews and stuff with, with the Michigan coach and players, they're, I mean, they're like, you know, we're, we're doing it for you, Harbs. You know, the crying. I mean, the whole thing. It was wild. Well, well that's what you got to do in that situation, right? When yeah. you're, you're, it's definitely an us against the world feel for them. And, and, and in one of the few cases where it's probably deserved because it really is everybody piling on them. Well, deservedly so I think, but you know, was there due process followed all, all that nonsense. Right. But yeah. And they covered, what, I mean, two and a half point, they were two and a half point favorites. Yeah. They even covered in Memorial. <laughs> and they covered. The other thing is the other thing we got to look, I mean, I was joking around before the game on, on in one of the chat and one of the threads about, you know, if a game happens on Peacock to, that no one watches, to, does the game really matter? Well, yes. And now we know it does, but, um, the camera angle on the field goal on the game winning field goal, it looked like it got blocked because the camera I know. jumped down. <laughs> I was like, Oh my God, it got blocked. That's what I thought too. When I first thought it was like, you got to be kidding me. I thought so too. How because, many ways? Because then you saw like the Nebraska players were like tumbling towards the holder. So it looked like, it looked like some kind of scrum. Um, that was wild. That was wild. Yeah, we're waiting for Jeff to post this link. He's like so busy, he's like ignoring me. So we have a, a well. I mean, geez, thing. after the last few days, Larry, I'm I'm surprised he's even. Uh, I'm surprised. Well, he, I'm surprised he's even conscious. Listen, during the game, our chat, the three of us, uh, I was the one melting down. Like I was like, I, they're breaking me. Like literally breaking me. Like I can't take this anymore. The self-inflicted wounds, the penalties. Oh my God, the pre-snap penalties. Yeah, hold on, let me check the. I know. How, the first half, how can you seven, do that? Yeah, seven penalties in the first half, but I, I didn't see the final. I think they might have played a little better. It was like the, ten uh, or eleven. I, I should pull up the stats. I haven't even pulled up the stats. I was. I don't have uh, penalties. They ended up with 10 for 92 yards. Nebraska only had one penalty at the very end there, that pass interference that, that played a huge role in getting. Uh, yeah, think, that was their only top. penalty, right? Yeah, that was their only penalty. So, you know, Maryland at least cleaned it up in the second half. They only had three penalties in the second half. But, boy, okay. how do you only have one penalty? How does only one penalty get called? That is that is pretty obscene. Jeff wants me to post the link. Hey, uh, so Man, Larry, I, I never see you flustered. He wants me to freaking okay. I'm gonna go to the IMS radio Twitter. Am I gonna have? Am I gonna remember the right password? <laughs> I'm trying to. So I'll, I'll just take. So uh, Nebraska five turnovers. Sims is responsible for for three of them. He throws two interceptions and and the one fumble. The the strip sack. The the Darnell Brown, uh, I think it was Darnell Brown. Maybe maybe Brown recovered it. Um, maybe it was Bo Braid who forced it. But uh, Sims, three three turnovers, and then uh, their other two quarterbacks each throw picks. So five total turnovers for uh, for Nebraska, which is just horrific. Yeah, I'm 
I'm trying to remember Steve Suter's uh, Twitter. I can't remember his Twitter. Man, trying to. I'm not going to put his link in there. And then what? The two fumbles, what for us, what Felton had one again. Uh, and then what did Hemby? Did Hemby have one on a run play there? I think those were the two fumbles were, were Hemby. Yeah. And the Felton. And there was again. one interception. Yeah. I should probably open the stats because I was just like, it was like more than like, it was kind of an elation of relief more than like. <laughs> You know, because, like, <laughs> like really it felt like a month ago, eight and four we're looking uh, at, at the, least. The North, like, I mean, the Northwestern loss is, is totally inexcusable. I mean, totally inexcusable. There's uh, How you lose that game is beyond me. Uh, but losing homecoming, you know, to Illinois also, I mean, those two, just right now, they, they, you know, they should be eight and four right now, you know, or eight, whatever, eight, eight and, and two. Yeah. I mean, they should be eight and eight and two right now. And uh, such a different, such a different season. You lose those two games um, to really, really bad teams. Last I saw uh, Indiana had tied up Illinois at 42 apiece. Uh, let me see if I can, uh, let's see if that game is over. NCAA football scores. Let's go to the Big Ten. I'm looking at CBS Sports. Illinois wins it. It uh, they went into overtime. Illinois won it no T uh, at home. So um, Indiana is they're three and seven. They're not getting to a bowl. Now it's Rutgers and what Rutgers has a bye this week. No, they're so, playing Iowa right now. Oh, they're playing Iowa. Oh boy, I talk about an yeah. ugly game. What yeah. an ugly game that's going to be, right? Well. Any uglier than the game Maryland just played? I mean, well, I mean, what the game Iowa played last week was seven to seven. I mean, it was it was setback football like seventy five years. I mean, well, maybe this one did too. It was pretty bad. Eight turnovers in a game. Uh, hard, hard to find that. Hard to ever watch a game at any level and see eight turnovers between. I mean, teams. that's in pretty- that game. I was. You know how the game threads go on the Maryland at 247sports.com message board and people just say the most irrational stuff and you kind of get a pass in the game thread, right? Because you're anytime you're emotionally attached, you just start <laughs> saying you overreact to everything, right? That was me during our chat today. I'm like, I lost it. I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then towards the end, Nebraska's going down and I'm like, they're going to score. And it's over. And then they got the interception. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they start driving. And I text Jeff and Paul. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if they pull this out, we're going live, bowl eligible live post game, right? Like, well, what Maryland, and, what two two of the interceptions they had, weren't they in 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 the end zone? Didn't they have two interceptions in the end zone? If not, it was close. I, I could yeah. I think I think two, I think. Maybe it was both the Tarheebs were were in the end zone. I mean, like Antoine is saying that Bo Braid forced it. Here's a okay. We're gonna show this comment here because I think a lot of people are feeling this way from Antoine Cuff. The refs are horrible. We are bad with penalties, but it was 11 versus 18 most of the game. Yeah. And Steve Suter, who was just on with us, in case you guys missed it, he hopped on real quick, like walking from the stadium to the bus. So we got him for like 
five minutes and that's it. He said the same thing. It felt like it was a lot of home cooking. And the, the big one for me, and there were a lot of examples right before the half. Yep. That play, I just, that should have been. Was well, so a lot in the Northwestern game. Yeah, in the Northwestern game, Northwestern got called for that similar penalty where a Maryland receiver catches a pass, knees down, play comes in late. Um, and it's the right call. I mean, the whistle blown guy gets hit, he's down. And now you fast forward to this week, Deitch's knee was on the ground. Like there was someone laying on like one of his legs. He is down on the ground. And that player came in and hit him helmet to helmet. That's the head. definition of targeting. Defenseless player, crown con- contact to the neck or head, right? Using the using the the the, the crown of your helmet. And the refs were like, what? He was looking right at it too. Yeah. Looking right at it. And then uh was it Booker who went like this to push him away from his guy? Something like that. Yeah. One left-handed push, and he calls unnecessary roughness on that. And then Nebraska guy went, oh, he went like this. It was definitely like, English Premier Soccer League worthy, you know, flop. It was it was one of their linebackers, like number four or something. Well, since we're on a Maryland Terrapin YouTube broadcast, podcast, whatever you want to call it, we'll say that it was a Duke Blue Devil level <laughs> flop. Not an EPL level flop. Good, good catch there. Got got to know the audience, right? You're you're good mm-hmm. at that. I'm still getting better, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> so once again, everybody, thank you for joining us. Jeff is working. I don't. He might join us. I don't know. He's like, I'm texting, and he's like, leave me alone. Uh, but I might get him. And Paul, unfortunately, had a prior engagement. He's out. Let's see, as he put it, hang on, he put it as, um, he said, uh, he said, I'm leaving for a shitty dinner. Sorry. Leaving for a shitty dinner. There you go. For a shitty dinner. <laughs> Jeff is Jeff is working. And I was just so excited. I was like, we got to do this. And I, I called my boy, Wheels, you need a. Hey, everybody in the chat, what should we give Wheels as his headline? Give some suggestions. Oh, no. Jeez, for Wheels' headline. This is going to get ugly. And and you're you're assuming I'll be able to, like, change it. Like, I'll know how to change it, Larry. But Well, I know how to change it if you can't, so. <laughs> yeah. No, I can, I can only imagine what, uh, you know, what some of those recommendations will be. So other, uh, other Big Ten scores here. So, again – Illinois is at five and five now. They're a win from ball eligibility. They win, beat Indiana in overtime. Indiana kicked a uh, field goal on their first possession. Illinois scores a touchdown, so they win their game away from ball eligibility. Uh, uh, Michigan, Penn State, Michigan wins 24-15. Franklin went for a two-point conversion early in the game, and everyone's like, why is he doing that? So they end up losing 24-15, um, which is very strange. Whoa. Well, you, you got a head- uh, it hurt a little bit. You got a headline now. There you go. Oh, boy. Hold on. That was weird. Bald head lacrosse dude. Solid. Yeah. Antoine suggested substitute Paul. That's pretty good, too. <laughs> we are going to do, not that anybody cares right at the moment, but we are going to do another lacrosse kickoff show in sometime in January, right? 
Yes. And I'm hoping, um, trying to, trying to see if we can get uh, a player this year. Coach Tillman was, was kind enough to, to, uh, to join us last year, which was great. Having, having Tills on, um, you know, John, John normally doesn't like to get, um, you know, have his players, you know, you know, he, he doesn't have his players in front of the media, um, you know, unless, unless totally necessary, he tends to, tends to want to keep them just focused on the, on the, so we are going to get one. You, I'm going to try it. He just, Tony wheels, wheels just promised us a lacrosse player and John Tillman for our kickoff show in January. <laughs> I got to put up this comment right here. This is what everybody cares about. Oh Jesus. From David Lawrence. What's happening with Derek Queen? David, I'm not sure if you're a subscriber to Maryland.247sports.com, but if you are not, my suggestion is to subscribe. Jeff is writing articles on this every day, and you will know exactly what's happening. Well, as much as Jeff knows, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of ambiguity. That is my suggestion to you. Subscribe to Maryland.247sports.com. And you will know what's happening with Derek Queen. There you go. Uh, after last night's game, can oh, he we said yeah. He said yes. He is subscribed. I can't give you much, David. I can't. Jeff's not here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let him know. Can um, can I offer a trade? Go ahead. Can we sign a five star three point shooter instead of a five star six ten center? Can we can we swap? We need both. Okay, but if I if I after last they night's need both. Game, if I after last night's game, if I had a choice, could it, could we get a three point shooter? Really? Ugh. I mean, once Reese is gone, you're gonna maybe change your mind about that because. I mean, I don't and, know. Is it a chicken or an egg? Where, you know, if you don't have a big, do you have to play, you know, four out with with someone in the post and and, and spread the floor and shoot. And then at least that way you're not getting into 64-61 rock fights every game. I don't know. I don't know. But it'd be nice to see have a good three-point shooter. Um, I got a reply from Jeff about Derek Queen. David, don't say I never did anything for you. And he said he's upping his crystal ball to 10. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> Larry, you're, Larry, <laughs> I'm just you're kidding. meltdown with that. You, I know. I'm just kidding. That's not what he said. He wrote, "LOL, nothing new since yesterday." <laughs> Dude, you're gonna jam Jeff up. Oh, uh, Jeff, Jeff is gonna join. Hang on, hang on. No. I gotta send him the link. I gotta email him the link. Give me one second. Jeff is gonna join here. Compose to Jeff Herman. Oh, no, that's YouTube. I got to copy the link. Uh, there we go. StreamYard. Okay. 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 Jeff is joining, everybody. So there you go. If you guys want to ask about Derek Queen, stick around. You can ask about Derek Queen. Derek Queen update. In five minutes, now watch the numbers are going to go. Up. I know. It's going to go. Can't wait to see the look on. Can't wait to see the look on Jeff's face when you ask him. Can, yeah. You might like scream, like scream wow. grab that one. Just the look on his face when you ask him. Yeah. Well, I, I, 
Artie did ask him, and he said, "LOL, nothing new." I know, but but now you get him on get him on camera and ask him. It'll be it'll, it'll be a great yeah. be a great reaction. Well, the other day, last week, Wednesday, you know, Wednesday nights at seven, we do our show, and we had all this basketball stuff. We were talking about Dare Queen. We finished that. We go to the non revs report, and it, we were in triple digits the whole show. And it goes. <laughs> <laughs> went into the 70s like within a minute i swear to god it was hilarious at two larry yeah at two. you know that's what happened just, man that's just because paul's not here just because paul's not here you still have to take the shot <laughs> <laughs> hey i i you know i am the defender of the non-revs if it weren't for me there wouldn't be any non-revs talk at all i just give you i'm like time. i'm like we do every show ends up being like an hour and 15 sometimes even up to an hour and a half we can give one minute to non-revs. That's my theory on it. We can give one minute. Uh, especially when everybody's happy. We just well, won. I keep saying we today because I'm turn I'm a fan right now and I'm all emotional. So I well, keep saying we. I mean, look, you, you say that there were 75 people for the non-rev report, and I'm like, yes, 75 <laughs> down from we were we were in, in triple digits like for <laughs> 20 minutes or whatever. And then we're like, all right, that's it for Derek Queen. Here come the non-revs. <laughs> Down. Yeah. Somewhere, Paul just felt that that disturbance in the force, and it made him smile. I was just going to say disturbance in the force if you hadn't gotten there. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm the nerd too, right? Everyone else is like, what What are these two guys talking about? But no, everybody else knows. Jeff said one second, everybody. Jeff Ehrman will be joining us, just so you guys know. Jeff will be joining us. We're all here celebrating Maryland's victory over Nebraska. So, Larry, can we Thank talk? God, can we talk? Can we talk work. about Peacock? Can we talk about Peacock? Okay, go ahead. I have some thoughts too, but you. Go yeah, first. yeah, but I mean, look, all you, all you cord cutters. I blame all you for all of this. The fact that we now have to subscribe to like eighty-seven gajillion different things. So yes, I'm an old guy shaking my fist, but. Man, I mean, like the production looked fine, you know, everything, everything looked fine. It's just yet. How many people do you think watched that game? You know, like, uh, um, I don't know. Well, what are your thoughts? All, all 14 Maryland fans watched it. <laughs> Us two, Jeff, Paul. Uh, I, I don't know. Antoine there... Cuff, I know he watched it. Look, there were like 55 pages of the game thread. So, I mean, you I know. know. I know, I know. So, Seftical, okay, here we go. And it, it, I can't say he's wrong. I can't say he's wrong. <laughs> Seftical says the game wasn't worthy of a better platform. Very you good were point. right about that, my friend. So that is a, a very astute very You astute are right point. about that, my friend. Yes, just, on. To, just to reiterate to you guys, Jeff Ehrman will be joining us in a few minutes. He's been writing, doing all his post-game stuff that he's got to do. And we can ask him about Derek Queen. All right. Well, so what are your thoughts on, on, the, on the Peacock platform? On the Peacock. The, they very clearly had a narrative built in about Nebraska. About Nebraska. And they, they broadcast that entire game from a Nebraska gaze. Everything was about Matt Rule. It was about what Nebraska was doing. Maryland gets a big play, and they say, oh, you, you can't do that on the defense. you got to do this and this and this. Nebraska makes a big play, and it's like, oh, 
what a great run by Sims diving for the first down. And it's never, it was like, it felt like when, what's his name? The Penn State dude who does the Big Ten Network games whenever he calls Maryland. Why can't I think of his name right now? Uh, Matt for Millen. Basketball? Matt Millen. Oh, yeah. It felt yeah, like yeah. when Matt Millen does Maryland games and he completely calls it from the other other team's point of view. Hey guys, Jeff's joining us. Let's add him to the stage and let's hope we have good audio with Jeff too. How you doing, Jeff? You got you caught me off guard with this when stuff's all crooked. I'm just had to throw on no a, worries. You know, I've been completely happy. Hey, it's a good reason well. at least, right? We don't have to we don't have to hear all off season about how locks uh started five and oh and didn't make a bowl game, right? If that yeah, happened, he was going to be on some serious hot seat. Like who knew that who knew that Jeff was was such a um that 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 the crookedness in the pictures bothered him to the point where he had you know, to fix that. When I was younger I didn't really care and I'm still not the most organized guy in the world but like the OCD as you get older it's, I feel like it's just an inevitable progression but uh yeah I mean they gutted that one out that was one of maybe the ugliest game I've watched all year. So bad. And the only difference was they had a quarterback, and Nebraska didn't have a quarterback, right? I mean, have you ever seen that many hand-delivered interceptions by one team? They barely had to move. To I mean, they were like punts. They were catching them like punts, left and right. So yeah. threw um, a bad one as well. Still can't get out of their own way. I mean, yeah, he threw one. Nebraska had four or five. Uh, they just – you wonder maybe this gives them a little confidence, a little momentum going in. You know, nobody thinks they're going to beat Michigan, but, you know, they were – when a team gets to this point of a slump, you're pretty fragile mentally, as they clearly are. Um, so, long story short, you know, I don't think it's going to take a lot for this season to, you know, to people – fans to go into the offseason really enthusiastic or super positive, but – They've avoided the disaster scenario that we've talked about. We got an either or from the chat from David Lawrence. Here we go. Let's check this out. Uglier game, the football game or the men's basketball game? I'm going to say the men's basketball game because at least the football team won. Yeah, if you, if you take out the result, though, which one was uglier? I don't know. It, it's the football game if you take out the result. That was yeah, probably, probably. The I football mean, team, the penalties – the self-inflicted stuff, the turnovers, Maryland even had three. That's awful. I mean, it's overshadowed a little bit by Nebraska's five, but still, three turnovers is still really bad. All the penalties, right? Well, and Jeff, Jeff, you you tweeted something, uh, you know, when Maryland goes forward on fourth, you know, like struggling running the ball all game. Second half, they did better running the ball, and they run a draw play to Littleton, you know, and, and you're just like, what? Again, play calling. I know everyone. I know it's like a Maryland pastime. I know it's like a college football pastime to like bash the offensive coordinator, but some of it just doesn't make any sense. Like if we know that things aren't going to work, you know, like running off tackle, not going to work, and yet there they go. I don't know. It's like it's like stop trying to make fetch a thing. Littleton <laughs> is not a short yardage back. Dan Enos forced it all last year. Never seemed to work. Even on third or fourth and one, it was maybe 50% at best, probably worse than that. Um, so, I, I, yeah, I didn't get that. But there's been a lot of those this year. You know, you remember uh, 
Ohio State. You had the Billy Edwards draw on fourth and one uh, against Illinois, third and four, whatever it was, third and six even maybe, with a chance to score a touchdown and win the game, and they ran the ball instead of throwing it there. It's like they it's almost like they trust Talia to make these crazy you know, magician plays that he often makes running around and finding somebody until you just need a yard or two. And then they're scared to do it because naturally, if you're a football coach, do you think run safe, pass bad, you know, on third or fourth and one. Uh, but, you know, overall, they, they got it out. I mean, Nebraska is not a very good team. They're, they're five and four, so they're not a terrible team also, no matter how bad they look today. They're not necessarily really good, but. I think um, they always look like that. Though, they got it out, you know. Yeah, I mean, they, it's, uh, it's a hallmark. It's a feature, not a bug at this point, right? I mean, the, the penalties were outrageous anytime. And I did feel like, you know, I always hate to talk about the refs like this because I don't want to – it's more of a fan thing. I don't want to sound like a homer. But, I mean, some of those calls were – I mean, it, they've earned a reputation now that's preceding them to where sometimes it seems like the refs are just hunting – for penalties. There was a few of those. A Deitch's personal foul I thought was bogus. Uh, yes. I don't understand what happened when they let that play run. When it was delay of game, they let the play run, and then you call delay of game after the play. I, didn't, you know, I think Talia took a hit on that one, too. Um, so, and then... What did they know, call? The, the turnover, obviously. What did they call? The what, was the they, yeah, what was the penalty they called when, when Trader... Trader had another interception and he had two, but he had a third one that was wiped out by a penalty, but I can't remember. Yeah, I was holding on, uh, on, I think Kellen Wyatt. Oh, holding in, in the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, so I didn't, I didn't see a replay of that. So I don't know how, you know, right. how legit that one was. And then the turnover, you know, Ty Felton made a couple great plays early and then he turns it over in a big spot again. That's Ty every week though, right? Yeah. I think at some point, you know, you got to maybe give somebody else a shot there. Uh, I mean, he makes plays, but you just can't be coughing the ball up that much. So, And you're not that much of a homer, Jeff, because Suter was on for about five minutes. You didn't see it. You were writing, but he, I texted him, and I'm like, ball eligible, and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, we're spontaneous show. Join us, he said, send me right now. I sent him a link. He joined from his phone. He was walking from the stadium to the bus. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. And Tarheeb came up, and they were both, like, waving into the camera. Stuff it was pretty cool. Um, you but, like working out live? Well, I'm right. You're working out live coverage from Lincoln. Via I know. Amazing, it's, this is completely spontaneous. I'm completely unprepared. I have no stats. I didn't, know we, were, I didn't know we were a uh, streaming, streaming coverage network now. That's yeah, amazing. That's what we're doing. But, anyway, my, my point is, Steve said the same thing about, I don't want to be a homer, but it seemed like there's a lot of home cooking in the officiating. A ton of home cooking, and you could see Locks just losing it. But at this point, he's used to it, the penalties. You know, there were some bad calls, but overall, in the grand scheme, they're just not disciplined, not a disciplined team. Too many personal it was a, fouls. Yeah, and also, was it Prather who was wide open down the right side in the fourth quarter? To Leah just overthrew him by 10 yards and Prather dove for it. If he makes a good throw there, that's a touchdown. It's an easy touchdown. Yeah, he's, he's deep. That's what I keep saying. The deep ball never seems to hit. It's really 
Uh, well, I shouldn't say never. They're, they hit sometimes. For a quarterback as good as him who has as many passing yards as he has, it's a very small amount of it is deep balls. You know, he had the one to Felton for 52 yards, but otherwise it seems like that deep ball is always, almost always overthrown. Well, the Felton one, though, even with that, Jeff, it was still a little long that Felton couldn't keep his couldn't keep his balance after. I mean, he's wide open, and yeah. and on the money ball, he's still running. Yeah, it's been ongoing for two years. You know, he just um, he's really good, really accurate on short and medium. But and I think as a freshman, from what I remember, he was pretty good on deep ball. But the past few years, it always seems to be a few yards long. But either way, you squeak out the win. Nobody's going to throw a parade, but you're avoiding maybe the most sour off season and recent. It, it was history. heading that way. It was heading that way. A couple of people we haven't talked about. I, I finally pulled up the stats here. Dante trader. We haven't said anything about him. He had an awesome game. He, he had three picks. One of them called back on another one of the, I don't know about that penalties. Uh, Ruben Hippolyte. I thought had a really good game laying some lumber had some tackles for loss. Like I, I can't, they don't have the defensive stats in here. So I don't know all of the details on that, but um, both of those guys, Jones, I thought Jason were really Jones made some big plays. Jason Jones. What, what did he have? Jason Jones, uh, five receptions, 86 yards. And then Hemby back on track a little bit, right? 16 carries for 74 yards. When after three quarters, they have zero rushing yards, some almost three quarters, whatever it was. And then by the end, they got to 99. Yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. yeah, they wore Nebraska down. Either they wore them down or I don't know what it is, but all of a sudden at the end, yeah, you know, had that one long 22-yard scramble. Hemby had a couple long ones. Uh, yeah. I just wish Talia – I don't know if it's a fear of rushing or if, if – Well, I mean, it's a like coach. Bubble. Well, it's like coach not wrap. to do it. No, it's like I, bubble wrap, man. He If they could put him in bubble wrap – because, I mean, look, if he goes down, Maryland's not winning if, if he does go down. But there were even last week. So you uh, think and, they're coaching him to not never? No, run. I think I think he I think he doesn't want to get hit. Um, but I think he also makes a lot of bad reads because he there are a lot, lot of, times, of bad reads. A lot of times he's handing the ball off on clear RPOs where where he's got a chance to throw the ball or run it, and and doesn't want to run it. And, and by the way, the there's been other examples this year of the opposite where he should have let the running back take it and he keeps it. Some of it is definitely, I'm sure some of it's coaching. I think a lot of it, though, is he just doesn't like to get hit. I've said it a million times. He's a small he had, guy. He and has he, gotten he, hurt. His so. brother, he's gotten hurt before, and you can see it. And I think that's also why he's a little skittish in the pocket sometimes. He did that same thing I've said a million times. The, the, the brush came, and he spun out to the left, and he threw a pick. That was could not have been more identical to the one he threw at Ohio State. Uh, I mean, it was it was an exact replica. Running to the left, throwing across your body into a crowd, had no chance. Um, but survive in advance, I guess, right? Well, they are going to advance to a bowl game, thank God. And so West there, was there are a couple defensive stats up at least on ESPN. So Tarheeb still seven total tackles, five solo. Uh, nice. The, the two, the two that's interceptions a, for him, I think. Right. That's a huge. He could. That's a Big Ten Defensive Player of the Week caliber type 
line. Two interceptions, seven tackles, five yeah, for loss. Yeah, they needed that because he's he's been up and down. Yeah. Yeah, Hippolyte, Hippolyte, they've got at least preliminarily six ta- six total tackles, uh, four of them solo. Uh, Jay Sean Barham, five tackles, four solo. Uh, my sound is annoying. Sorry. Um, because ESPN plays those. Uh, yeah, ESPN games. does the autoplay. It's annoying as hell. I hate that. Hate it. Amongst other hateable things about ESPN. I, the only thing I watch on ESPN, honestly, anymore, well, if they have a game that I want to watch, is College Game Day. It's literally the only thing I watch. Like, I can't tell you the last time I watched College Game Day. I can't even tell you the last time I well, watched Well, I like that, and I, I like the Fox version of it. I mean, Fox, it's a complete ripoff of College mm-hmm. Game Day, but that format works really well, and they're on campus, and so it's a lot of fun, just like Game Day is. And Fox is Maryland's network now, so I'm trying to support Maryland's so Jeff, network. Jeff, I've got a I got a question for you, Jeff, because you're out, you know, you're out in the heart of Big Ten country out mm-hmm. there. Clearly, talk about you know, stop trying to make fetch a thing. The fact that you know Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State is going to be at that that Fox Big Noon kickoff window. You know the fact that that Michigan Penn State today noon kick. I get that Fox is trying to to make that it's this untapped kind of space. Right. But you can't tell me that that's not hurting ratings by having these huge games at noon. It's just such a terrible, terrible, like time slot. I think so. I thought the exact same thing. There's been a few times I've been like, wow, they're putting, that's going to be the, you know, that's going to be the noon game, but that's be something, but we'd have to ask a good question. John Oren would know. We'll have to ask him because I would think also maybe people are, um, maybe viewers are around more at noon. And it's seven. They're out. You know. I mean, clearly, yeah. I mean, it's it's clearly, you know, CBS with the SEC has that three thirty spot, that yeah. that national highlight spot, and then ABC clearly has the seven thirty spot. So Fox was like, "Hey, let's do it at noon." But oh my god, like having these huge games, like meaningful games, on at noon. It's very. Um, I it's love like new games. Magic. Hey, and also, by the way, it was just announced that the Big Ten morning show is going to be at Maryland next week. Yep. Big noon kickoff, yeah. Yeah. So they got to bring Erms. Cool. They got to bring Erms on as as their as their Maryland guest uh, guest analyst, Jeff. You got to you got to try and make that happen. I'll see what I can do, man. That would be awesome. Back in the day, I don't know if I have the cachet for that one, but back in the day, I was boys with Dave Revson. But that might I, get me on, dude. You gotta make it happen. You gotta get, get Jeff on there. I haven't That's a great thing about Larry, though. And I have to go out because I gotta write. But he really would go into it and say, like, I'm gonna email Dave Reps and see if they'll have you on. Like, like I'm, I'm like a past too much of a pessimist side stuff. I'm just like a hundred times less likely or more likely than that. I'm like, no, that's not happening. But Larry, so he, you know, I'm sure I, right after this, he's gonna tag, text me and ask me if I can text Derek Queen and ask him if he'll announce. Live with us today. Yeah, why not ask? Speaking is of he anna- is he announcing today, Jeff? I don't know when he's announcing. This thing is dragging. My goodness, man! All right, before you go, give everybody drop a little bit, a little tidbit about Dairy Queen. I mean, it's very odd or surprising that after all this time, he's choosing to delay it. I'm not begrudging him that. It's the biggest decision of his life. Worth 
a lot of money and so forth. Um, but it's surprising because he's had the same schools to examine this whole time. He had the same schools during the past three weeks after he finished visits to sit down and think about. So obviously, if you're in Maryland, that's that's not you know the question is if you haven't convinced him by now. Usually, not always, because in this case, this could end up being an exception. But usually, if there's a guy you're recruiting hard, and right when you th everyone thinks he's going to announce, he says, "I'm going to hold off a while." You're not getting him like you've had your chance. You spit your game, and it didn't work, especially when it's a hometown guy, and you had that built-in advantage and such. But there's a chance this. I mean, I I'll just say this. There's people in the know, and I'm not talking about Maryland staffers who are biased, who still were yesterday saying, I, I still think it's Maryland. It's just the timing wasn't right or whatever. So obviously my job to get, get down to, you know, why the timing wasn't right and where things will actually go from here. And I would think early next week, you know, we start to gather some info on what's what's why, happening. Why isn't the timing right when it was National Signing Day? That seems like... The Perfect That's the time. question. That's, That's the question. I mean, maybe there's some, I know that there was people in his circle with different opinions on where he should go. So there have been times where there was a disagreement between like central figures and a recruitment and because they couldn't agree, they took a little bit more time. I've seen that happen before. So that's a possibility, but um, it, could, it could be one of a million things. He's not talking at all. Uh, his guys, uh, Mookie Dobbins, the director of Team Thrill, who's his basically coach slash mentor, is not really talking much at all. So we'll see. So someone said in the chat, Seftical said his birthday's coming up. Could it be possibly a birthday surprise? I mean, it wouldn't shock me because the whole thing is kind of weird about, you know, hearing so much pro Maryland stuff. And then all of a sudden he wants to delay, but it's very unclear why. And then there's these rumors that he, he wanted to come home to make his announcement, you know? So, I mean, those would then credence to that being a, a possible theory, but I don't have any information saying that that's the case. All right. Well, I know you got to go do your stuff. Thanks for joining. And, um, just very thankful that our long national nightmare is over. Now, now go beat Michigan, and then all of a sudden it'll be the quickest, I, I biggest two-week turnaround in fan sentiment in sports history. If they beat Michigan, all of a sudden they're seven and four, right Imagine. back where everybody thought they probably would have been going into the Rutgers game, and all the negative stuff that's been said gets turned around with one more win. Crazier things have happened. Not many, but yeah. All right, fellas. Uh, take care, See you, Jeff. Jeff. Have a run. See ya. And I, I think wheels. We could probably wrap it up now too. I'm not sure what else there is left to say. We we talked through the game. We gave everybody a Derek Queen update. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jeff. He just he just looked tired. I mean, he was. Looked like he just come out of a cave. He's got a hat on. He's probably hasn't breathed any outside air in like five. Well, listen, we oh, watch God. the games. We're emotionally attached, and everybody gets angry about Maryland losing everything. And 
when I have this show, I don't know if you remember, we had the show for four years. I took a hiatus from my to deal with my kid, came back. So during the periods when I have the show, the games are very different for me because it's like, do you understand that the ratings for my show are being affected by this? You goddamn asshole. What are you doing? Make a shot. Stop well, doing an intercept. Like, this well, is like, it, like it, it, Jeff's whole business model. Exactly. You know, where a, I was a, a kid. A kid just wants to, he just wants to delay a week. And now Jeff's entire life is like. Is a, I know. Like, that's what I'm saying. For me, it's like, it's, it's, there's this added pressure when I'm watching the games now and intensity and anxiety watching the games. For Jeff, it's got to be absolute agony because his whole life, his whole life, his whole livelihood. So. Well, oh, dude, man. thanks for having me on, man. Always good yeah, to see you. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, because I was like, we got to go, we got to go. They're bowl eligible. And Paul had a shitty dinner to go to. And Jeff's like, I'm right, man. But I kept bugging him. Once I said I got Suter and there was a Tar Heap sighting, he's like, okay, I'll be on. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's he got like, on. Right, he was like, he was like oh, shit, it's just Tony and Larry. You know? <laughs> I don't think people really know your first name, actually, because I just you put you it on there before. We've, Have we've I? Had it on. Yeah, we've had it on okay. there before. I, I think I always say wheels. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Tony Wheeler. It's funny now because my son, all his friends call him Wheels. And, uh, and it's a cool nickname. It gets, cool a nickname. Little it gets a little confusing, you know, when you when you get – and his, his email address has Wheels in it. And so uh, – So it gets yours, little, by the way. It does. So it gets but a little we, confusing. We won't say the actual thing on the air, though. <laughs> <laughs> you win a lot of emails. Everybody want to <laughs> flood – you have to change your email. When we want to flood Tony's email box. Yeah. Wheels is to email box. <laughs> but no, man, thanks for having me on. Yeah, man. Good vibes. Love God. Felt so good to win something after all the just like beat down, beat down, beat down. So uh so Larry, if I mention a non-rev thing right now, is is viewership gonna plummet? Gonna create we don't have again? very many viewers anyway. So <laughs> uh second round, second round field hockey, uh Maryland's playing UVA in the quarter in the national quarters in college park uh, when? tomorrow tomorrow okay. btn yeah uva against uva in in college park so who's maryland the favorite was, uh, maryland beat them earlier in the season so and the game's in college park you got it maryland's the national four seed um, so they're five uh yes the brackets yeah. the same as uh, yeah if, i think that's yeah so they're uh um they'd be five they got uva tomorrow so okay well i probably won't watch that but <laughs> i'm gonna be watching the ravens i'll be sitting i'll be sitting next to a lacrosse field tomorrow my son's got his last fall fall across tournament so we got to be out of the house at 5 45 a.m well, i'm so. going to be down at elon a number of times this year and the lacrosse field is right next to where all my son's theater stuff happens yeah so like last year's dorm was literally across the street and I would, we do something and I'd be, if I'm down on the weekends, like there's sometimes I, I have to entertain myself cause he's got to do whatever he's doing. And one time I walked out of the dorm right across the street, the women's lacrosse team was playing. I'm like, let's go. Yeah. So I watched, they played, uh, they played old dominion. Yeah. Their women's team is, yeah. is, is division one. Their, their men's team is a club team down there. But uh, yeah, they're women. That and that happens a lot. Not to turn this into a non-rev show, but I really would like more men's 
lacrosse. We need the SEC to sponsor it. That would change the entire. Yeah. Well, the Pac-12. Well, well, the incoming Pac. We're not going to get. There'll yeah. be, the, but there'll be Big Ten teams, USC and UCLA both. You know, right? Anyway, okay. well, US, USC, Oregon, and Washington have women's teams, I believe. I don't think UCLA is women's team. Okay. Also, Utah has a Division One team. They do. So does Air Force, and so does Denver. So you got those three in the Mountain Time Zone. Maybe, maybe does the Big Twelve start sponsoring lacrosse? Be tough. Yeah, you you got those three. You get Colorado. I think it's more likely that that uh, a Division two team elevates, and there's a couple of Division two teams uh, out out but, in the the Mountain West area. But it Big Twelve should just do it, and the SEC and the Pac Pac twelve. Let's make it simpler. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we did drop actually. We did. <laughs> We literally jumped. We're already low in numbers, and we and it still went down as soon as we started talking about. It. Okay, all right. Let's go, go Terps. That's all go I gotta Terps. say. Go Terps, everybody. Wednesday night at seven thirty, Zymus Radio.